Hello and welcome to another episode of Beyond Fandom. I am your host MJ and I am again joined by my co-host because he's never a bloody guest. He's always here with me, Josh. Hello, Fredo. There we go. And we're just going to do a quick episode. We're just going to talk quickly about the rumors, the confirmation. I'm not sure, like I can't find it in concrete that he is cast, but it's very strong uh, sayings that he is. And what I'm referring to is Robert Patterson being cast as Batman in Matt Reeves' Batman film. Josh, your thoughts? Just briefly, I'm just curious. I really like this pick, considering I suggested this to you about a year and a half ago. <laughs> so I've been waiting for a while. So yeah, I think it's good. Thumbs up. Coming back to that. So a year ago, I was chatting to Josh, and Josh is always like, I could do this better. I could do that better. So I was like, put your money where your mouth is then. Go go make some ideas. And he comes back with his ideas for a Batman film and trilogy. And then it gets into like fancy casting. And he's like, who would you cast for this? Who would you cast for that? And he says, Robert Pattinson. And I'm like, huh. Okay. Like, it wasn't like, oh, Twilight Boy. It was like, huh, fair enough. Mm. And let's get into it. What what makes Robert Pattinson a good choice for you? What made you want to pick him? And what do you think the directors and the casts at, well, casting directors at WB thought? I can't speak for them because I don't know what kind of Batman they're going for. Yeah. But um, I think he's, since Twilight, the guy has been just... Um, like making really interesting choices in terms of the projects he's choosing, the roles, the directors he's choosing to work with. And if you look at his track record since Twilight ended, um, it's pretty fucking great. Like, especially if you just look at his performances alone, they're all really good. And you look at the directors he's worked with, he's worked with David Cronenberg, he's worked with um, David Michonne, the guy who directed Animal Kingdom and obviously directed The Rover with Robert Pattinson in it. He just got cast in the new Christopher Nolan film. He just worked with Claire Denis for High Life, which is one of the, you know, my most anticipated films of the year. He worked on Good Time, which made my top five that year. He, sh- I think he should have got an Oscar nomination for that role. Like, he was virtually unrecognizable like if you didn't really know anything about like if you didn't know twilight or if you only knew, knew him from twilight you would have not recognized him um i think he's a very interesting actor who has a lot of range um he seems to have a very good grasp on how to do different accents different voices he every time he's in something new i his voice seems to change he seems to be very good at that which is obviously beneficial for batman because as good as christian bale was like his batman voice wasn't the best um so and i think there's like this cerebral yeah my god cerebral quality about him as an actor where it kind of it looks like his mind is always ticking kind of thing i think that's a really good quality to have for you know the world's greatest detective um superficially i think he's like you know he's young 
he's about six foot one, six foot one, six foot two, I think, from memory. Six one, yeah, I looked fat up. So that's a good height. Um, obviously, he can bulk up everyone. He says, like, oh, he's skinny. It's like Christian Bale was goes from skinny to fat to muscle. Like, you, it's not a big deal for these days for actors. Chris, Chris Evans was fucking thin at one point, and then he just, you know, hit the gym. So I don't really see that as an issue. Um, he's got a nice, good, square jawline, because if you want to get all comic correct, he's going to have that good old jawline. Um, I think he can play the douchey, rich playboy side. I think he can play the, the dark, um, cerebral side of Bruce Wayne. And I think, um, yeah, I think he's going to hit all the right areas that we need for a more detective based Batman. He's the right age. He's about 32, 33 now. So we're going to have a good run with him if they do get this like Matt Reeves trilogy going. And yeah, like I just think he's a good actor and I've been impressed with him post twilight. And I think he fits and ticks all the right boxes. I don't, I don't honestly, like I've seen some people on my Facebook um, and on Instagram and stuff. And apparently Twitter's blowing up and like, some negative feedback but i just i don't see what people i think people who are complaining are only aware of his work from twilight and have not seen any of his independent stuff because if you've been paying attention he's been like absolutely killing it like lost city of z the rover good time um cosmopolis like everything lab the as i said high life coming out this year uh, he's in The Lighthouse, which is from the director of um, The Witch. That's his second movie coming out, I think, this year. So the guy does a lot of interesting projects, and I'm 100% behind him, especially now with Matt Reeve and him is like the combination. I'm very excited to see what they do. And if you go based off what he's been saying, where he's after Twilight, he said he doesn't really ever feel like doing a franchise film again. So... If for him to come out now and be involved in this project, I think speaks good things as to whatever Matt Reeves is cooking up because I don't think he'd jump onto another thing again because he realized how bad the backlash was from Twilight and he didn't want to get involved with that shit again. So for him to get involved, the project at least must have some promise. Yeah. Like, a lot to unpack there because the backlash... Oh, it's going to happen. It's already happening. (laughs) Like, do you think the backlash is as bad as when Heath Ledger was announced? I haven't fully checked yet because it broke just before I had to go to work. But as far as I know, um, some people aren't happy and they think, oh, DC are ruining it again. They just cast Twilight Boy and all this shit. So, like, I haven't fully looked into it, but, you know... It looks crazy, I, I bro. Could kill. Like, I could care less what these people think. Because he's going to do great. <laughs> he, I, <laughs> I, I, no doubt in my, I honestly have no doubt in my mind that he's going to do great. If he's given the right material, he'll do fucking great. No doubt about it. This is the thing, like, when people bring up his work on Twilight, Twilight's seven years old. Like, it, you could you could have had, like, completely different career since then like in the space of seven years seven years is such a massive amount of time and looking at him you say he's like 33 
the guy could be a fucking vampire because he doesn't age. <laughs> like, he still looks very similar. Maybe his hairline's going a bit, but, you know, happens to everyone. Uh, but he's still got that youthful look to him. In terms of his, like, physique, it's as if they're going in an opposite direction to what they've done since Christian Bale and Ben Affleck, where they're not going for the bulky-looking Batman again. Uh, and yeah. there are iterations where Batman isn't a massive Straight tank, up. like, especially yeah. in the animated stuff. I remember seeing some animated things where Batman isn't this huge hawk. He's <sighs> quite a slim, slender figure, and he just blends into the shadows, comes out, and does this and that. And yeah. Do you think this is probably a response to that? Like, they're thinking, let's go a different direction. Let's try and distance ourselves from Ben Affleck and Christian Bale. Where... And again, if we're looking at Christian Bale, the one film he did bulk up, but when you look at The Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises, it's not like he's out of shape, but he is a lot slimmer in those films. Yeah, it begins, he packed it on, and yeah, he definitely slimmed it down for the other two. Um, yeah, I don't see anything wrong with, like, you can, like, I was talking to you about this earlier, but, like, depends what direction they want to go in, but, like, it wouldn't take much for, like, because Pattinson's obviously, like, a, a bigger guy, like, in terms of height, so, yeah. like, I, would, I wouldn't have any doubt that he could at least pack on the weight, because he's got until, I think, late summer they're going into production, so... It's 2021, the movie's coming out. So, like, he'll have time to just pack on the weight if that's what they want him to do, or he can just be shredded he'll and have, have a, sl- a sleek Batman. So, he'll have plenty of time the because way. realistically, they could film all the out of bat costume stuff as is and yeah. give him time to yeah. bulk up for when he is in costume. And even if they need him in costume, they could always use a double if they need him to be bigger for certain shots, like. Again, yeah. uh, there'll be clever ways around it if necessary. It's not like uh, he's Tom Cruise, who is apparently six foot in films, but in real life he's five foot two. <laughs> like, uh, it's rare. Like, you can shoot things and people can look different, obviously. And that's not really an issue. Like, it's a bit of inspired casting, really. I'm curious to see how it plays out. I want to see this trailer. Thank you. <laughs> I want to see what Matt Reeves does with this. Like, I can't wait for all those these people <clears throat> that are jumping on the Twilight shit. Like, when this trailer comes out, they'll all be fucking blowing Robert Pattinson. Just <laughs> they'll become tween girls. Because <laughs> like, if they do this right, and they talk, and all the things I've heard about it are going like you know they picked I think the right choice. Matt Reeves is a really good director from the movies of his I've seen. A really big fan of his two Apes movies. Yeah. Um, and they keep talking about doing a more noir detective-based Batman, which is what we've all wanted to see because we haven't really got that yet. Mm. It's like this is what we've all wanted. Like, and this is like a really good choice. And like, if people got out of their own way and instead of just watching Avengers for the twentieth time, and actually went and watched a real film like Good Time like an actual movie made for adults, they'd maybe see that this is actually a good choice. 
Yeah, like and see that this guy and watch all of his other films because you can see it's like this guy has a lot of range. Like not just he doesn't just do one particular thing. He seems to be able to do a bunch of different things and like challenge himself all the time and um, just give the dude like people need to seriously go watch these movies he's been doing and that'll put their minds at ease. What film? If you had one one choice, which one? If you had to pick one. But you say, go watch this, give him a chance. What one would you be picking? Good time. Okay, yep. Grand. So, I guys, a fantastic movie. If, if you need convincing on Robert Patterson, go check out Good Time. Uh, it's got two really good performances in there because <laughs> I always remember the second yeah. performance by the other guy. Uh, the director, the co director, yeah. He's really good. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen that bloody film. But again, I watched that on your recommendation and. I think those films that he has done since Twilight already helped shift my opinion of him because I know he's more than just that kind of character. I've seen him in other stuff, so hopefully other people get down with that and get to explore and see what the guy can do since then. Mm. I also so think, think the first thing I saw of his post-Twilight was The Rover, and I was like, what? what? Why is this guy in this? I was like... It's crazy, yeah, you isn't see it? Because he's like and this... And he's really good. <laughs> if I remember right, he's a proper little grubby twerp in the rover, isn't he? It's not like one of those yeah. attractive roles. It's like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's, I, that's the only reason I wouldn't recommend people watch that as the recommendation for Batman is because like, it's such a like a not Batman role. Mm. But that, like if you watch good time and you watch the rover and you watch cosmopolis and you watch lost city of z and you watch high life you'll see like wow this guy can do like anything like he's really like and he's kind of like an old school like actor like a de niro or pacino or where he just like he gets invested in like this character work and he's really good at it yeah and he seems to be an actor that likes to keep to himself i don't really hear much about him outside of his films and obviously uh his love life at one point in time but otherwise it seems to be fairly out of the public eye which is fair enough and he seems to be just interested in making films because apparently he's done his own little short film where he was the writer as well so Maybe he's just in this to do his own kind of thing and fair enough to him. Yeah. He made his money, now, can do what um, he wants. This might even get... Yeah, and now he can make even more money. Exactly. Keep doing whatever he wants. Uh, but I mean, more power to him. Hope he does good. It'll be interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing the first few interviews, the first few fil- frames from the film. Uh, mm. Should be good. Anything else? Let me down. <laughs> um... The other, just a little few bits is like obviously they also talked today about Nicholas Holt is apparently on the top of the shortlist though it is looking like it is going to be Pattinson to me Nicholas Holt is a interesting choice and the other one was Aaron Taylor Johnson and the funny thing is I don't know if you'll believe me is I think Nicholas Holt and I've been waiting to pitch this to you because of the show we've been planning for a while is that I think Nicholas Holt or Aaron Taylor Johnson would actually make a good Superman. Particularly Holt, because if you do Nicholas Holt as Superman, you could reunite him with George Miller and have George Miller direct the next Superman. 
And I think that could particularly work quite nicely because Holt's kind of like this bigger dude. He's about 6'3", from memory. He can kind of pack on the muscle. He can play like a nerdier type. He can look like a superhero. So I think he'd work mm. quite good. And if you pair that with George Miller, that'd be fucking great because like, I love George Miller, obviously. Um, so there's my other pitch for you. And like, look, you're already looking at the dude Warner Brothers for Batman, so why not just like give him Superman? Like, you're done then. Like, you've got it sorted. Also, <clears throat> if you really want to spoil like that that particular episode, um, if I was going to make a Superman movie, and you mentioned the guy's name earlier, uh, I want to see who. If you can guess who my pick for Lex Luthor is. I mentioned his name earlier. Yes. Uh, the only names I feel like I've mentioned were Christian Bale and uh, Ben Affleck. Nope. nope, not those. Well, shit. I've got a short-term memory. Who would you go for? Tom Cruise. Jesus Christ. Take <laughs> that motherfucker's head bald. Think about it for a second. Just think about it for a second. Okay, thinking. Uh, I could potentially see it. We'll save that one for a different show. Like we will get to that show, and I will be curious for your reasoning. Because I mean, I could explain a bunch of it now, but I think like that's. I want to save that. I want to save that for the real (laughs) stuff. The the other show, like this, I wanted to focus on Robert Patterson. (laughs) But I want to hear yeah. about this shortly. Uh, yeah. Anything else on the topic of Robert Patterson? No, um, no. Just people give the, go watch this guy's movies. He's been doing. He's great, and he's gonna do. If the material's good, he's gonna do great with it. Like I've no doubt about that. Like, um, yeah. Like I don't get. I think, honestly, as I said before, the only complaints are coming from people who only know him from Twilight, and that's it. And if they actually watch proper movies for a change, they'd actually understand and see that this guy's got, like, one of the more talented actors of his, like, age range that are out there. So if you don't like it, don't don't fucking watch the movie then. I could care less. I'm going to... I'm excited. So fuck you. And there you have it. Uh, that was another short episode. I seem to be saying that, again. To be saying that a lot lately. <laughs> uh, that was another short, quick episode of Beyond Fandom for you. You can find this on YouTube or if you're listening on it as a podcast or you can find it on other popular podcast formats. We'll leave the links in the description below. Thanks for listening. <laughs>